This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Wallace dips inside and hits. Oh, what a, what a goal! Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Waddle, is he going to have a crack? Oh, he does, he's good! Anything Paul Gascoigne can do, Chris Waddle can do. Won by Stephen Fletcher, back towards Adam Rich! Oh, Listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to the Debate Show. Uh, this is your weekly show deva- devoted to Sheffield Wednesday, where we give you the chance to have your say and for us to listen to your opinion on your club. Uh, if you're listening to the recording of this in the podcast form and you're wondering how you can get involved, then just follow us on Twitter at WTID Pod uh, and you'll see when we go live every Wednesday at eight o'clock. Uh, if you want to have your say, then press the microphone icon on the bottom left and request a talk. It really is that simple. That's what Dim is done and I'll come to you uh, in a short while. Dim, uh, as always, I'm joined by Liam Russell. Liam, how are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, good, mate. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, all uh, all good. We've obviously got plenty to discuss um, and you know, and things that we'll love to have your thoughts on and, and stuff. Like I said, press that request to talk button and we'll bring you up. Obviously, we've got the want your reaction from uh, the Oxford and the 3-2 defeat uh, after leading twice. We can also talk about the January transfer window. Obviously, we've made three signings. Um, I don't think we'll have any more through the door, but you never know. Jordan Storey, Tyrese John-Jules and Harley Dean, who was uh, announced earlier on today. Uh, we can also talk about where you think the new signings are going to fit in, uh, whether you think we'll have a change in formation or not. Um, and something I want to ask you all as well is, do, do we show too much respect to the opponents? You know, Do we need to be more shithouse I suppose you know gamesmanship and stuff like that um of course we can talk talk about anything that you want and if you want to have a talk about any of those points then press that request to talk now before we do that a little off topic but to begin with but um obviously think we're bad with the amount of managers that we've had let's look at Watford uh we were talking about that earlier Liam weren't we uh <laughs> yeah well I had, I had a look Eddie Boothroyd last manager to, to manage 100 games at Watford like between 2005 and 2008 and then recently 2017 it- Flores 12 games Pearson 22 Ivic 22 M- Munoz or he did well he got 36 games to be fair and then Ranieri 14 and then now Roy Hodgson as well like shocking I think this it's like 10 in the length of time, but it's not very long. <laughs> well, I know. I mean, Roy Hodgson just needs <laughs> to pack. Me. He needs to pack it in, though, doesn't he, Roy? To be fair, like put his feet he's up, chill. All going strong. He's going to have an heart attack. To be fair, I mean, <laughs> well, he, might, he might do with that. <laughs> well, to be fair, yeah. Do you follow much at Premier League, Liam? Yeah, to be fair, I watch it. I'd... I watch Match of the Day pretty much every week. <laughs> Old school. <So. laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd, I can't. I can't say I do, to be honest. Uh, you know, going to watch Wednesday is bad enough, isn't it? To be to be fair, um, I mean, are you still doing fantasy football league as well? Yeah, still, I'll still, uh, still have a go. Yeah, I'm well, not, uh, I'm not doing as well as I have done the last couple of years, but well, we, we soldier on. I, I, lo- I logged in earlier on. My team, I, I, I can't remember the last time I logged on. It must have been. I don't know, 20, like 15 weeks ago, something rid- ridiculous. I've, I've got Vardy up front, no points. I've, I've even got Luke, is, is Luke Shaw injured? I've got Luke Shaw. Hey, he's not playing, I can't remember the last time he played. Well, I've, got, I've got Luke Shaw and uh, Raya as well. Where, where's he? Uh, oh, he's injured. Expected back 19th of March. So as you can see, my, my team's going going well ready to go <laughs> yeah hey I, I, I got 52 points last week that's not too hey, bad that's alright it's more than me mate you, <laughs> you've not changed size Mason Greenwood I think I only Ma- got 35 
<laughs> That's embarrassing, that mate. I'll look at actually I'll look him through. So uh, some awful fifty nine points one week. I had Schmeichel, Ronaldo's captain. He's been captain every week. Like I said, I don't, I don't even change it, but uh, but anyway, just a bit of a uh, a bit of a laugh and a bit of a giggle. Um obviously we've got the Graham Kavanaugh um interview going up tomorrow. He was classic, he was he was great stuff. Mate, it? it was good value, wasn't it? Yeah, some of the stories, like the Ronaldo story at the end, that just meant that just tickled me. Mate, another one another one where I barely said anything, didn't have to say anything. <laughs> he just, <laughs> well, he was very good, wasn't he? He spoke well. Well once he sorted his microphone out at the start, got his got his son to come in uh, sort it out for Help him, him out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at first I'm thinking oh god what's gonna happen here like it's gonna be a right nightmare but now it were uh it were good laugh and lots of lots of stories to tell and everything everyone were a funny story weren't it oh I've got this I've got this funny story I've got this funny story but now it were uh it were good um right let's get on to uh more pressing matters obviously Sheffield Wednesday that's why everyone's uh that's why everyone's here and listening um I'll see yeah we want, want your reaction to to Oxford I'm just gonna bring Dimmy on now mate Dimmy how are you all right oh, I've had a terrible week mate but yeah we're soldiering on ah oh, yeah I, I heard that in the uh in the chat we'll we'll, we'll just yeah. forget about that shall we we'll, uh, we'll <laughs> yes please you've got, uh, got an hour or so just to uh you know put <laughs> your feet up and and chat about Wednesday um we're going to talk about Oxford first and foremost, Dimmy. Um, obviously, there was a bit, a bit of a meltdown on Twitter. Was that was that warranted? Uh, mate, honestly, no. I thought it was a I thought it was a good performance. Actually, if you if you forget the result, the performance was good. It it was a continuation of Plymouth, maybe not to the same extent. Um, we had a few defensive lapses, which obviously led to goals, and we didn't finish our chances. But the foundations of a, a good solid side are there, you know. Um, so for me, yeah, of course, it's disappointing not to win. Uh, especially when we played like that. But we got to give Oxford some some credit and respect as well, you know. They've been in the playoffs for the last two, two three seasons. seasons two two seasons, yeah. So, And their home form, I think, is second in the champion, uh, oh, League One. Um, so, I mean, that's not an easy place to go, um, you know, for any team. So I think uh, I think a bit more credit needs to go to Oxford. But I thought we, I thought we played well. Obviously, they're not happy with the result. Yeah, I think... Um... To be fair, you know the, the the three at the back. Obviously, Hutchinson's come in and done, done a good job, but you know Palmer and and Johnson, as as well as they've done. Do you think they've just been found out now? Obviously, it's been probably how many games has it been? Probably nine or ten games that they've that we've had that you know them two as uh, as, as like centre backs. And yeah, I think you know the other teams just kind of know that they that you know the, the weaknesses, don't they? Yeah, I think teams certainly uh, target those guys because they know, you know, that they are going to make a mistake in the 90 minutes and the chances are it will lead to a goal because they're defenders. I mean, but this is the thing, right? We talk about we talk about defensive errors, but we very rarely talk about uh, attacking errors. Like, you know, um, Pato missed a, missed a good uh, effort. Gregory missed a, a good effort. Uh, Jaden Brown missed a sitter. Um, you know, we don't talk about those as mistakes, but that's exactly what they are. You know, um, I guess if a striker doesn't score, it's a mistake, right? If, if he gets, you know, yeah, I, man, I was trying to get that. I was trying to get that across to Giles. On, yeah, I don't think he quite got you, did, did he, Liam? To be fair, no, no. What I, yeah, I was trying to say like we. What I was trying to say, and now I've kind of thought about it a bit more. The goals we scored were really good goals, but you wouldn't call them outright chances, and we missed our outright chances. Do you know what I mean? We missed the sitters. <laughs> and yeah, Jaden Brown it's was, was one. Mis- that... It's got to be a mistake, hasn't it? It's hundred percent got to be a mistake. Yeah, I mean Jaden Brown is the one that sticks out like a sore thumb for me. I think it were two two at the time, so you know we can't see. Mate, I, I think that hunt that hunt header. Yeah, one nil. That was. How many chances is Hunt having? By the way, like literally. I mean, I, I was looking as well at. Um, all the stats and stuff, obviously, stat man, not scout man, by the way. Giles, if you're listening, stat man. <laughs> hey, I, I was I looking and stuff, where the attacks were coming in, they were all coming down that right-hand side uh, with you know, Hunt. I thought Nathaniel Mendes-Lang, I don't know whether they, they did a job on him or, or what. I think he were kind of didn't really have his, his best best of games. But Hunt on the on the right, he were, you know, getting forward so much. And you look at like the average, average positions as well, and, and Hunt's literally like, Probably the third most advanced player, ever. and and that's when you've got Silaso and and Gregory playing as well. So you know he's, he, he, I think Hunt's been doing well, but it's just when when those chances fall to him, you're just thinking, oh, you, you just don't want them to 
to fall to him, really. I mean, who, who impressed you, Dimmy, on uh, on Saturday? I know we lost and everything, but you know, I'm trying to look, trying to look at the positives and stuff. Who who who, who impressed you? Uh, obviously, uh, Lalongo was absolutely solid. Uh, great performance. Uh, Mendes Lang looked good as well, um, and, and Windus when he came on. Uh, I wasn't Windus's biggest fan, and I wasn't that bothered if he left at the beginning, at the end of last season. Um, I wasn't, but I've, he's really uh, he's really turned it around for me. Uh, he's really impressed me this season uh, when he's played. Um, so I think what uh, Windus has got what one goal every eight minutes that he's played or something in the last couple of weeks. Um, he's only played uh, 16 minutes, so it doesn't say much. But um, he's played about the same amount as uh, as Jaden Brown, I guess. I mean, it's harsh on Jaden Brown because, you know, he has been in and out of the side since the beginning of the season. He does make a lot of mistakes, um, but he's not had that consistent run in the team. And I think I think players need that. You know, like I think that really helps with, uh, especially the younger players, they need that bit of consistency and a run in the team um, to kind of work those mistakes out. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah, think 100%. we can expect Brown to come in and out of the squad like he has done and and perform to the uh, top end when he's when he's coming in and out of the side, right? Yeah, and, and I mean, it, it, to be fair, Brown did have a shocker, didn't he? He missed a sitter and then I'm putting him down as at fault for the uh, for the for the the, the four uh, yeah the uh, the third goal Sam Winnall because he just didn't pick up his man mm-hmm. did he? he didn't get goal side and for me he, he should you know he should we should be doing the basics basics right I mean he's supposed to be a defender and he's supposed to be a left back uh, you've just got to pick your man up it weren't even a good run really from from Winnall it weren't creative he didn't block anyone off or or anything anything like that but uh, but yeah we uh, we we move on. Um, Cheers, dear mate. I'll we'll come back to you in a short while. I just want to bring Ben in as well. Ben, mate, how are you? You all right? Yeah, yeah I'm all right, mate. So good, good. What were your like? What What were your like initial reaction after after Saturday? Uh, well, I were I were at work, so I um, I were like my phone were going crazy, and I were a bit like you know happy and then upset and then peeved off towards end and stuff. So I obviously, watch highlights um, when I got home and stuff, and when they put them on YouTube and that. Um, like I said before, I just think it were we've had so many games with, with players playing out of position, and hopefully with these with these new signings, we can put people in right place. But yeah, I just think they were all goals were probably uh, um, they were avoidable, weren't they? Yeah, avoidable. Yeah, that yeah, the right word. But like I say, if we'd have had someone else who's a proper defender and you know that sort of stuff, it, it it's like trying to put. I, th- I think we're doing a lot better, but yeah, we've had players playing out of position, so hopefully these guys can settle in and we can we we we, we can crack on from there. Like, I mean, one thing that we, that we spoke quite a lot about last week was whether or not Darren Moore were going to keep the same same side that, that beat Plymouth. Obviously, he did, which was I must admit was a bit of a shock to myself. I thought that there were at least going to be one change in there. You know, people have said, "Oh, you know, Jordan Story should have started. He would have, you know, he wouldn't have conceded that first goal, etc., etc." But was you, was you when you saw that starting lineup? Were you pleasantly surprised, or would you, or, or did you know that you were going to keep the same side? Yeah, I, I, I kind of deep down, I, I, I think I knew we were going to because I thought it might have been a bit. I know people saying, "Oh, we should have put Story. In. What's the point of buying a defender and not putting him on?" But you know, you've got to. He's got to get up to speed with. We how we played, you know what I mean. So it were it were probably the right thing to do not to not to chuck him. And I know I know he's a professional footballer. He's played twenty odd games this season, but sometimes you they do managers like him to have a little bit of, of time to get to know everyone and get to know our people play and all that sort of stuff. So I, I were I were happy that it was the same side, and I weren't surprised that it 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 I was I, I was surprised he kept the three five two and the same team from Plymouth, but I were happy that he did sort of thing. Yeah, I mean. I think one of our things this season has just been that consistently consistency in it. I mean, we called the podcast last week, you know, um, consistently inconsistent. And, you know, is it frustrating that we didn't back up that win uh, against Plymouth with another win? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But like I say, I think when you've, you do your research on Oxford, they're a pretty, they're a pretty solid, like, top six team, aren't they? You know what I mean? They know, they, they, they know mugs and, and if they found a weakness in our eleven, they they uh, um, they capitalised on it, didn't they? And that's what they've been in playoffs for the last couple of seasons running. They're up there now, so they're not a. Do you know what I mean? They're not a. They're, they're an all right squad, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? They got a good manager who knows that league, so they they just picked on our 
our weak spots better than we probably picked on theirs, you know what I mean? And they were able to switch formation during game, whereas I don't think we, we can do that, so... Yeah, of course. Right, cheers, Ben. Thanks for that. I just want to bring uh, bring Paul in. Paul, mate, how are you? you all right? Hiya, mate. How are you doing? Guess what I'm doing? Where, where, where are you off to right. today, Paul? I'm playing five aside. Every time I ring you, I'm always on the way to football, so it's quite a nice little listening. Great show again, obviously. And uh, yeah, it just entertains me while I'm ready to get lumps kicked out of me. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> so, what, what do you want to have to say? What was, what was your initial reaction uh, against when we when we got oh, beat by You know what? Saturday, right? I just thought if we can win this, there's a change. He's going to turn a corner because he's always like Wednesday to let us down. Two things actually that really worried me about Saturday, and I'm being deadly honest. One is when Robinson changed the tactics, and I actually sat watching it, thinking, "What's Moore going to do?" Because he's got to counter that because he started to slowly get on top of us, and he didn't do anything. And that's what worries me. I don't. I don't. You, you know now, there's been a lot on social media saying he's got nowhere to hide now. We've got two solid players coming in at centre-back. We've got a squad that really should be in top six. And I know people say, give them time to gel. It, no, really, we've, we've got championship players now. I mean, you look at some of the teams like Cambridge. Uh, or, no, no, I'm just saying there's an example, potentially lower earning sides in this league. You've got to be looking at that and more if we don't get a lot of good results now and go, what's going on? Simply because another thing that worried me on Saturday is I cannot for the life of me think why he didn't just bring Story on where Palmer was, move Palmer to left-sided back, push Johnson up to left wing and leave Jaden Brown on the bench because I think that Johnson can then drop into a back four and protect us a little bit when we were under the cosh. Yeah, I don't understand why he's not done that, and it's just like, what's going on there? You know what I, I mean? mean yeah, I mean, the only thing I would say is obviously hindsight is wonderful, isn't it? You know, um, I, I mean, Jalen Brown's, he's not had a great start to the season. I know we're halfway through now. He's not played a great deal of football. Um, maybe he thought this was his chance to, you know, to, to do something. I mean, I know he got himself in a great position for, for and obviously put that... Uh, did whatever he did. I don't know what he was trying to do, and, and and put it and put it wide when he were about three yards out, and then he obviously like was just set at fault for the. I just think that Brown goal. just offers a little bit more. He just offers a little bit more quality, and by putting him on the left after Mendes Lang goes off, you know he's still got a great cross on him. He can still defend if he needs to drop back, and I thought that it would have looked a lot more solid. I mean, I just feel like I don't. I, I like more, but I just feel like he was outmanaged on Saturday. I feel like Robinson just tweaked it and he, he didn't, he couldn't, you know, and, and it's all right saying... Another thing that confused me as well, and, and you might... I, I, this is this is just my, my honesty. I don't understand why, if we've not got a lot of defenders, we've gone, we're going free at the back because I always thought that if you've not got a lot of defenders, you'd try and put four there to protect it a bit more. I don't know whether that's just to elevate the pressure off the back. I, I don't know. Well, I, the don't, I don't know. Yeah, the, th the thing is with that, if you, if you, play, if you play three... If you play three at the back, it's really five in it because you've got your you've got your wing backs as well. So there is cover yeah. there, but also the, the three that plays in centre centre back are tighter. If you've got if you've got yeah. if you play a back four, your two centre backs. If they're not centre backs, which obviously want to be Hutch and you want to be Palmer, and the, the, you're leaving yourself a little bit exposed. So that's that's why they do it. I know it's frustrating and stuff, but uh, one one, one, posi one positive thing is that obviously we've brought two two uh, centre backs in. Um, obviously yeah. brought another one in today. They're still. You know, we're only on Wednesday, so there's a few days until uh, until the game at, at Ipswich. So you never know. I mean, we might see him. Obviously, we're going to come on and, and talk to that, uh, talk about them in a in a little bit. What what did you want to have to say, Liam? Uh, I was just going to say, like, I think bringing obviously these guys in, it, it gives him it gives him the option, like whether, like I say, we, we spoke if he's going to change formation or keep with the same formation. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed the same. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of people saying go to four at the back, etc. But I mean, even if he stays the same and plays the guys, it also gives him the option to change it to four at the back if we need to. Or do you know what I mean? It, I think getting these guys in actually gives him the options, and then playing the players that were playing out of position in position. So what should so it would so. You know, so you're having Storey, Hutchinson, um, 
and the new and the new lad whose name's just uh, just eluding me, Harley. What's his name? Harley Dean. Um, and then where's where's Palmer and Johnson going? Yeah, that's it, isn't it? I mean, it's tricky, isn't it? <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, you'd pay, for me, you'd pay, I, I, Palmer's either. I think if Palmer's on the right of the the wing backs, I'd play probably Johnson on the left because he's less footed. Um, do you think that's a harsh on? Do you think that's not harsh on Hunt? Because I think Hunt's been, yeah, been Hunt's been good. Well. Yeah, yeah. But like we also discussed as well, even if you know he might play four, and I don't, I don't see why he wouldn't try it with four. But but then also, um, we're saying obviously with the amount of fixtures coming up, we're going to have to manage and rotate Hutch. Yeah, of course. And maybe yeah. Longo to a point. Um, you know, with his previous form uh, with injuries. Yeah, there's certainly going to be so, lots of opportunities, isn't there, really, for these... So it doesn't... It, like, it's even with that new... That young forward who we've brought in as well. John there's, Jules. There's, yeah. no, there's no... You know, there's no... It, it doesn't necessarily mean they're all going to play on Saturday or play straight away. Yeah, there's all, um, there's going to be there's going to be chances, isn't there, for him to, uh, for him to play. Uh, I but wanna, yeah, I think... I think it will. I think it will. Um, oh, sorry, like Paul was saying... He has got more options now, so I think it's just been frustrating, hasn't it? Up until this point, like you just he hasn't had any options, has he? We we've been playing this formation by default. The defense has pretty much been picking itself every single week, just just by the nature of who we've got available. Whereas now he, he has got other other options to uh, to fall back on. Uh, I just want to bring uh, Andy in, mate. Andy, how are you? Uh, Tom and Charlie, I will come to you uh, in a in a short while. Uh, cheers for uh, for requesting to talk. Yeah, Andy, mate, how are you? All right. Yeah, evening, James. Not bad. Good stuff. Probably a good point to pick up on, actually. With um, I think Darren Moore is a big, big fan of the old horses for courses in terms of players for different formations and opponents. And it's almost like we kind of need to have an away formation with a solid back four, probably. And at home, where we get a bit more time on the ball, can be a bit more expansive. I think if anyone wants to look at the back three against... Um, who was it we beat 4-2? I can't remember. Plymouth. Plymouth, yeah. So the back three there, I thought they were fantastic. You know, Palmer bombing on, Johnson getting forward, putting balls into the box. Because at home, we have a lot more time on the ball. The opponents tend to sit off us. Away from home, I think that's where you likes of Harley Dean and Jordan Story hopefully going to come into their own because with all due respect to Palmer, Johnson, Hutchinson, they're not the biggest. We're conceding from corners. And, you know, if we're 2-1 up last five minutes... Who do you want defending the box? You know, is it those three or Gerardo likes a Harley Dean and Story? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll come on to the the January transfer window dealings uh, now. Seems like a a good point. Obviously, we brought in you know Tyrese John Jules from Arsenal, uh, a forward that's had uh, loan spells at Doncaster last year, uh, and then Blackpool uh, up until uh, this point this season. Um, not scored this season, which is. Um, a little bit worrying, but uh, but still, nonetheless, the you know, Arsenal speak quite highly of him. Obviously, we've brought in uh, Harley Dean as well from Birmingham. Played 100, more than 150 appearances for both Brentford and and Birmingham. Um, cap their captain as well up until recently, and obviously Jordan's story last week. Um, Andy, are you are you happy with them signings that that we've made? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like the old saying, on paper, great. I think Harley Dean's a fantastic signing for any League One team. I think. Darren Moore was probably desperate to get Danny Barton, but um, missing him, missing out on him and getting Harley Dean is uh, pretty good, if not as good as Danny Bart. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's two centre backs and a and a forward, a striker, if if you will. Is are they the areas that you that you thought we needed to strengthen? Yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. Obviously, with the injuries, I think it suggests that Dunkley and Iorfa are going to be out for uh, a good chunk of time if um, he's brought two in. Obviously, we might see Brennan go out on loan, which would be good for his development. I think the formation change. I think we need a left back as well. You know, if we're being greedy, because if you if you've got the two solid centre halves, regardless of if you play Hutchinson or one of the two new lads next to him, right backs covered off. You know, do we stick Palmer at left back? Is that is that good enough for the rest of the season? Can Johnson do a job there? It's you know you kind of it's a, it's a plaster in it of that left back spot, and we haven't really had one since. Probably Morgan Fox, if we're if we're going back that far. Yeah. So I mean, you've you mentioned having like a, a home uh, formation and a, an away formation. So Saturday it's at home against Ipswich. Then we've got Morecambe on Tuesday. Are you just saying stick to the three-five-two? 
Uh, yeah, probably at home. I think uh, who he plays at the, at the back maybe slots Palmer on the left and brings one of the new guys in next to Hutchinson. Uh, I think Holiday's probably better suited to the middle. So do you have Hutchinson on the right? Could there be a little bit of imbalance there? It, it, I'd say it's harsh on the guys that played there, but you know, we conceded three on Saturday, so it's probably not too harsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cheers, Andy. I'll probably come to you uh, in, a, in a short while as well. Um, just want to bring uh, Charlie up. Uh, Charlie, mate, how are you? You all right? Charlie, are you there, mate? Yeah, sorry about that. You cut out for a minute. Um, I was just going to say about like the options and whatever that we've brought in. Yeah, of course. I think that people are saying we need to play this, we need to play that, but I think the thing we've lacked this season is having one formation, one team that we know is strong. Like, if you get me that, all right, fine, we've had injuries and that set us back. I think now's the time to find one formation and one group of players that can get us results week in, week out. So are you, are you calling for a more settled side then? Yeah, because some people can agree with me, some people disagree, but the amount of times Darren Moore has found a team that can win and then next week, half them players haven't been inside. They've either been on bench or they're not even they've not even travelled. It's, I think you've got to find a team that can click and that can just gel, if you get me, and just play one team that works. But in, so based on that one, then obviously he's done that, um, in, you know, in his, in his defence, you know, mm. we've beat Plymouth 4-2, he's played the same side and we've lost, and then we've lost 3-2 the, the week after. So, Mm. There's going to be calls now for you know for him to make for him to make them changes. So yeah, I, I, I know I know what you're saying. Um, stick with the stick with the same side, but you know he's not done that. I suppose he's not done that all season. But do you do you not think that the reason why he's not done that is is down to the injuries? I mean, look at how many injuries we've we've had. Yeah, you know, it brings Dunkley back in against Sunderland. He's then mm. he's then injured and he can't play he can't play in the next game. Um, I mean, don't forget as well. You can, everyone can uh, can tweet us as well. That's what Jimbo uh, UTO has done. Uh, he's just got a question um, which I'll put to you, uh, Charlie. He says, "How long do we stay with the same formation? Three five two has clearly not been consistent. Surely we have to change something. We have one good game and it looks like a step forward, uh, and then it's two steps back the game after. Where, where do you stand, Charlie, on the whole formation thing? Have you had enough of the three five two? Do you think we should play?" different formation what, what's your thoughts I think that we've, we need to find something that works if whether that's a 442 4-4 4-3-3 3-5-2 whatever as long as you find a team that wins and gets you the results I'm honestly not bothered what line up or well line up formation you play just as long as we can find a solid team from now to the end of the season that we know is Worthy of pushing for playoffs or automatic? Yeah, I mean, do do you think we can still push for the playoffs? And well, you said automatic there as well. Do you think that's still on the cards? Uh, playoffs. I mean, what point? How far? Do you know how far we are? Six points, isn't it? Six points off the playoffs. Yeah, with a game in hand. I think if we can win the majority of games in February and stay consistent from February to the end of the season, playoffs with, is in more more than capable. Just automatic, you've got to keep them wins up, not do what we do where we get one win and then about 1,700 draws. Yeah, of course. Uh, Charlie, cheers, mate. Uh, thanks thanks for that. I'm just going to come to uh, Tom as well. Tom, how are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, not bad yourself, mate. Yeah, I'm all uh, all good. Obviously, we're talking about the uh, the three signings that we've uh, that we've made. I think we spoke at length last week, saying that we need two defenders and a and a forward or a striker. Well, I certainly said that anyway. Are, are you happy with the signings that we've made? Yeah, definitely with defenders. The striker's obviously unknown. Uh, he's, I think he's just a shot to nothing. Something a bit different. Could be a wild card off the bench. I think we've mentioned throughout the week about your mate Berahino. So. <laughs> Um, you always, you always have to get him in every week, don't you? Well, yeah, like just to, you know, piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hoping that he'll he'll take his place on the bench. And yeah, like I say, 
one one at home or we need a goal away from home, do we do we chuck this young lad on and give him a chance? So he's been represent well, he's represented England at youth level, so yeah. he's clearly got something. So it'd be it'd be good to to, to give him a chance. Um, I mean, he's versatile as well, isn't he? He can he's played down the middle, or he did play down the middle for for Doncaster last season under Darren Moore. Yeah. On the whole, he did he did have a um, a spell out on the on the right hand side. He's played again down the middle for the majority of the time for Blackpool, although he has popped up on the left. So it, it looks like he can he can play in a variety of positions. I don't think left back is uh, is a play a position that he can play, but um, but he can certainly you know play anywhere across that. You know, if we do decide to go to a four-two-three-one, it'll be—I'm sure—he'd be quite happy to play at any any position across that across that front. I mean, in terms of the other two, the two the two centre backs, um, obviously we needed cover at centre back. Obviously, Harley Dean—that were a bit of a um, something that just kind of prop, um, came up like yesterday or the day before, and and, it, and now it's happened. He's he's got to be a good signing, hasn't he? Yeah, and it's a bit of an annoying one for me, for me purely because in 2017, when we signed Van Acker and Harley Dean were recommended to the club at that time. Is that um, when he went to Birmingham? Yeah, so when he were at Brentford, um, there were multiple people that watched him and the recommendations and the reports were quite good and positive, but the club decided to go in an opposite direction and we ended up with Van Acker instead. <laughs> and we all know how that happened. <laughs> Aladdin was one of the 200 apparently defenders that was looked at. 200, wow. It wasn't. They, they didn't go and watch 200 centre-halves. It was... The, the, the Wikipedia 200 or something, maybe, yeah. Or, or YouTube, <laughs> 50% of them at least, or an agent sent a hey, clip over. Is, is it, not about YouTube, but I put a tweet out yesterday saying I was frantically looking for videos of... Um, of John Jules and and someone tweeted saying, "Don't do that. You'll you'll find videos that make Berahino look like a good player." So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, for, for me, I think they're uh, it's what we needed. Obviously, yeah, we don't we don't know until we until we see them. You know, how many times have we assigned what we think is a good player and then they come to play on uh, on Saturday and you think, oh, "Christ, look who's who's been to watch these?" But I think especially with with Harley Dean especially is. He's been around the block a bit, and he's played what, like I said, three hundred appearances for his last two clubs. I think he got Player of the Season um, last season and Fans Player of the of the Year as well. So, I think we've definitely got uh, got a decent one in there. I think it looks like someone that can just does the simple stuff, the the heading and the kicking, and you know, and the tackling and stuff like that. And I think that's kind of what we want in it at the at the moment. Do you think? Do you think he's like a replacement for Shea Dunkley? Is, is he in that same mould? Uh, I think Dunkley would be better aerial in both boxes, but Dean is a leader as well. So that's one thing that we do need. And um, I, you can't, I don't think we can criticise this signing. As you said, 300 appearances at championship level. Um, obviously, he's, he's got experience and he's probably going to be good, good around the dressing room as well by the sounds of it with his, like I say, he's, I don't know if he's um, captain or something at Birmingham or club captain. He was captain, know, yeah. There you go then. So he's obviously quite a, uh, an influential figure in dressing room there. Um, he's not played because they probably they probably think he's he's not quite good enough for their team, even though they're not doing very well at the moment. So their loss could be our gain. Um, and what I'd probably like to see in a month or so is, can we, if we go to four at back, can Dean and Story be the back two and push us into that? Roll with Luongo and Bannon as a midfield three. Hey, if that happens, to be fair, then... I th- Liam, we could probably put to bed the whole has Luongo got any legs compared to Hutchinson debate with Giles. I don't think, I don't think it were ever out of bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that could that could silence that one for once and, once and for all playing for playing in the same position. But but yeah, I mean, do do you think obviously we've got Ipswich on Saturday? We will talk about it in, in more depth a little bit later on, but. Do you think? Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Any of those new signings go straight into the side? I'd, I'd put both defenders in personally. We need to stop conceding goals and... At the moment, uh, we've got square pegs in round holes. They're, we're limping along. We're where, 
But I think we're very lucky to be where we are in the table. I think it could be much worse. But I mean, man, we've got a left back at left centre half, a right back at right centre half, and then Ocho is being Patterson, or do you know what I mean? Naturally, at centre half. So I think we're lucky to be where we are with strength for now, and hopefully we can kick on. I'd, 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 I'd play a back three this weekend of probably Ocho, Dean, and, and Stora, um, and just try and go solid. That's if they went three at back. Yeah, that's makes make a, a great point. I mean, you know, everyone says you know I can't put them straight into the side. You know, I think Harley, to, you know, to be fair, both Harley Dean and Story. Story's made twenty appearances this season. I've not looked how many Harley Dean's played. I think he said his last game were about four weeks ago. But you know, it's not like they've been without a club. You know, they've been they've been tra- training. Train with Birmingham, and yeah. he's got because naturally players have Wednesday off. So they'll be in tomorrow, they'll be in Friday, they'll do shape Friday, and that is when they'll see whether he can blend in or not, whether he can fit in. I mean, the only way you're going to bring a defender off the bench on Saturday is somebody gets injured or run at Kosh in 80th minute and you need an extra body back there. You're not going to put a centre-half on just for a run-out. It just doesn't happen at this level. Yeah. If you've got him in, play him. Because conceding three last weekend ain't great. And now is the time to change it. And especially when the three goals that have conceded, um, you know, the goals we conceded against Plymouth, you could say, well, to be fair, they, you know, we didn't really do anything wrong. One were a fantastic free kick and the other one were quite fortunate. The three goals we conceded on Saturday against Oxford, in my opinion, were all avoidable. Like they were all mistakes that we'd, that we'd made. Um, you know, the second one, right, they were a bit fortuitous, but... But you know, definitely the, the the corner and obviously the first goal as well. When I you know when I saw it, I was had him head in, head in my hands when he, he just got bullied off the ball, didn't he? But um, yeah, but yeah, um, just going to bring uh, Luke up as well. Cheers, Tom. Uh, thanks as always, um, Luke. Uh, welcome. Uh, how are you, mate? You all right? Just want to unmute yourself, Luke. Yeah, yeah good. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, good. Thank you, gentlemen, and yourself. Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Uh, obviously, yeah, we're talking about the uh, the new transfers. Is that what you, I know you've been waiting a while. Cheers for your patience. Uh, is that what you want to talk about, mate? Uh, well, I can talk about them initially. Yeah, I think, uh, firstly, I think they obviously don't know too much about the uh, the young lad, but uh, the Holly Dean is obviously a very well-known centre-back uh, in the championship and there's no reason why he won't bluster our team uh, and for me he's got to, yeah he's got to come straight in as well I, I don't as long as long as he's fit enough uh, I don't I don't think we can be uh, messing around with the defence for too much longer yeah everyone's been crying out for centre-back cover we've got that cover in like you said you know I don't think anyone would have any uh, any qualms in, in him going straight in? I know I said earlier when when Liam mentioned about about, about you know where's Palmer going to go, but I suppose just because he's played every game since Godrell, I don't mean that he has to keep playing, does it? You know, it's people can miss out, and and I think really we you know we do need that um, we do need to shore up that defence, and you know we can't we can't go on conceding what what did I say? We're eleven eleven goals in the last four games. Like we, that just can't continue, can it? No, definitely not. Uh, put it put it one way: if we still had, if we had uh, the defense available that we had at the beginning of the season, then it was always going to be between Palmer and Hunt to fight it out at right back, weren't uh, or right wing back possibly. Uh, so I don't, I don't think that. I think we should pretty much go back to that situation now because we've got that cover in defense. So yeah, I think that should just make sure that if Hunt's not having a good game, then. Uh, pressure on Palmer to have a good game and vice versa so I mean the uh, other thing as well obviously we've got the, all them games coming up haven't we so there is good yeah. opportunities you know Absolutely. tiredness you know wanting fresh legs and stuff like that you know if, with the likes of Hutchinson uh, Luongo Hunt even you know, if, if we've got options in, in in different positions it can only be it can only be good especially when you get to because you know, I think most teams are, are in a similar sort of boat they're, they're, they've also got a lot of games coming up in February as well so some of the teams with the smaller squads, like your Morecams, for example, your Burtons, who we, I think we play twice. I think in a matter of uh, matter of weeks, you know, you like to think that we'll have, you know, we'll have the fresh legs, you know, sw- uh, swap out the team, and that's probably one one t- when we've got these amount of fixtures coming up. That's one time where I, I you know, I know Charlie will mention about playing a settled side. It's it's probably a time where I think actually it doesn't really matter if we start rotating as long as obviously the the results come with it as well. 
absolutely. You literally took the word out of mouth uh, in relation to what I was going to talk about. Uh, yeah, obviously, with with this period coming up, there's no way we can keep one side, especially with uh, Luongo and, and Hutch the way that they've been. Uh, maybe there's a, a, a core there that we can we can keep, uh, but Luongo and, and Hutch, uh, there's absolutely no chance they're going to last that month if they're playing. If we're trying to make them play 90 minutes a game, uh, and bear in mind if we do get a good run together and we do push on for the playoffs, we could we need these players fit for towards the end of the season uh, as well. And uh, yeah, I just don't think there's any way at all we can we can stick to 11 try and pick out 11 best players and, and, and stick with that team. There's just no, no, no chance. And just on, on that as well, sorry, uh, you were talking about the, the formations as well in yeah. relation to uh, uh, if they should change, if we shouldn't, if we're not, I think ideally Darren Moore would play four for three, three. But I, th- I think we are starting to get a bit of a tune out, out of five, three, two. Uh, I know very recent, uh, recent, scores haven't might not say that but i think now we've got the defense uh sort of like come in two lads come in and defense i think that would really help that situation i think we would beat oxford if we've got harley did and uh story in, in in that defense uh and uh so yeah for me if we we are playing well these last couple of games uh, i know i've not been darren moore's biggest fan but we're past the window of opportunity to change manager now. We've got to get behind him and, and go with it now. Uh, and I do think he is starting to get a tune out of this formation. Uh, obviously, if he feels we'll play better 4-3-3, then so be it. Uh, but if we can continue to play the last couple of games, how, how we have played, but with a bit of a stronger defence, uh, I don't think there's any reason why we can't go on and do well in, 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 in this formation that we're playing at the moment. Yeah, I mean, obviously one player that's done done well, we've already mentioned, or Dimmy mentioned him earlier, you know, Josh Windass. Do, do you think he needs to start on, on Saturday? Obviously, he's come off the bench twice. He's got two goals. He should start on Saturday, shouldn't he? Should have started last Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely, 100%. Brilliant. Uh, cheers, uh, cheers, Luke. Cheers for that. No problem. Um, cheers. Next thing I just want to, I want to talk about again. If you want to get involved, uh, press that request talk button on the on the bottom left, and we'll bring you up, and you can have have your say. Um, I just want to move on. Um, something that we were um, that I was thinking about earlier is, and to be honest, I've thought about it most of the season, especially when you play teams like Wickham, uh, Gillingham, uh, Oxford to a certain degree. But are, are we too nice? Like, do, do we show too much too much respect to the opponents? Like, do we need to be a bit more? You know, use those shithousery tactics. What What do you think, Liam? Um, I think to a to a point. I mean, obviously, game management's Greg, poor, isn't it? Gregory's Gregory's quite good at it. Pato's good at it when he's on. Um, but again, I think it's it's experience at this level, isn't it? For me, it comes with yeah. I think it comes with experience at this level, and you can get away. You know, the refs aren't as good. You can get away with more things, but again, it's doing it in the right way isn't it if that makes sense yeah i mean it's frustrating isn't it like but it always happens to us is it just me that's you know do i just not see it when when we're winning but i don't think i do i think i just don't think we do it do we we don't you know we don't take the ball into the corner i know people's gonna say you know you can't just play out and how many times have you tried to do that and then you end up conceding a late goal but for me like the game management you saw it at oxford as soon as they went uh three two up I think four of their players had cramp just all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and it just slow it just slows it down and it's it's kind of as much as I hate it and as much as, you know, obviously the Gillingham game Gillingham game was like, that, that was something else, weren't it? I've never seen anything like it. I'm glad that Evans has gone anyway. Um but that that was just another level and I don't I don't want us to be that that sort of team. I just think that there's things that you can do, you know like just just slow it down a little bit i just don't think we uh i just don't think that we we, we do that part of the game very well um i'm just going to bring uh bring martin up um martin mate how are you, you all right oh hi mate you're all right i'm fine thank you uh what do you want to talk about obviously we've, you know we've, we've talked about a few things oxford we've talked about the signings i've uh, just moved on to the fact that are we do we do we show too much respect to to the opponents? What is it you want to talk about today, Martin? Uh, I think it, it well. I just uh, pressed the pressed the joint, obviously, on the back of what you've just said. Yeah. Um. I think when you're in 
the league that we're in, I think it is probably more about playing uh, that nastier side of football, you know, just getting in people's faces, don't do the uh, tippy-tappy sort of football. It's all right playing nice football, but I think in the division that we're in, we can't afford to do that. Maybe we can when we're like two, two or three up, but getting in those positions, it's uh, it's a little bit more, a little bit more difficult, especially with the uh, the situations where we've been in at the moment, where we've been going one one nil up, and then it's pulled back to one one, and then we go two one up, and then it's two two, um, and then obviously on Saturday we ended up losing three two. So I think it, it we do need that nasty sort of like aggressive streak to put teams to bed. Do you think we have the pl- um, do you think we have the players to do that though, Martin? Uh I think we do. If you look at Pato and maybe Hutch, but again, if you're looking at Hutchinson, he's probably due a book in every other game, isn't it? So it's it's about game management and with Hutchinson at the back, uh, I think he is probably trying to be a bit more careful because obviously he's last man, so he don't want to get a red card. Whereas in midfield he's not necessarily um a danger point in the in the game, if that if that makes sense, because he's he's in the middle of the park rather than essentially the last man. Yeah, I mean, just just on Hutchinson for for a second. Do, do, I mean, I think he's calmed down a little bit since he's gone back in, you know, gone into defence from from when he was playing in midfield through through the Carlos days and what have you. Um, yeah, are you, are you obviously brought two centre backs in? Uh, are you happy with him staying in that centre back position, or would you like to see him a bit further forward, just like Tom suggested a bit earlier on? I would push him further forward and maybe um, have the two and all lads centre halves, uh, and then maybe either um, Palmer or uh, or Hunt as a second uh, as the third centre back, and then when the going gets tough, or when we're under the cosh a little bit, you could drop. Hutchinson back into a back four, so you've got a steady back four rather than rather than having a three five two or a five three two. If we are under the cosh, you've still got that platform from the middle of the park to build on going forward. So you've got six going forward rather than the five. If you go three in the middle and two up top. Yeah, I mean, obviously on those signings that we've made, obviously Harley Dean, uh, Jordan Story, uh, and um, Tyrese John Jules. Are, are you are you happy with the with the recruitment in in January? Uh, I would say so. Yes, I mean uh, John Jules. Um, I, I know he's been doing a bit at Arsenal. He's obviously played for England at, uh, at a youth level. Uh, the is it Harley Dean? Is Harley, it Harley Dean? Dean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harley Dean. Obviously, a brilliant player, been playing uh, at a higher level than what we've been, what we are this season. But he's uh, he's come through and he's uh, he's going to provide that aerial presence that we're sometimes missing from not only defending corners but uh, attacking them as well. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, cheers for that, uh, mate. Thank you very much, Martin. Thanks for thanks for joining. Um, no problem, Tom. I just want to co- I want to come to you on on that topic that we just uh, that we just brought up about you know being a you know, game management and, and stuff like that. Is is that something that frustrates you? The the fact that we can't kind of see a lead. I mean, we've I mentioned on the on the latest podcast that we'd we've dropped what fifteen points from from losing positions. Is that a concern? It is, and I think it's instilled as well from the manager and what they what he instructs. Um, you mentioned earlier about Julingham uh, and Steve Evans doing it. We know he's a shit house. Um, so you know he's, you know what his teams are going to do. They've always done it. Um, Oxford will like it, and it's Carl Robinson, their manager. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Again, an even bigger shit house. <laughs> so, really, bigger shit house than Evans? I don't know. He's, <laughs> he's bad. He's bad. Um, so he does come from experience, and we've probably got two or three: Gregory, Patterson. I think Windass could be a bit of a shit house as well from time to time if he wanted to be. But other than that, I just I think it it's a message that needs to come from the from the manager and it's gonna go through all the teams. So like you mentioned, Oxford scored a third, everyone goes down with cramp, then it goes out for a throw in. They walk over they probably walk over right back, walks over, takes a nice steady stroll, waits for the ref to blow a couple of times to tell him to hurry up, kills forty five seconds there, kills the momentum, slows the game down. We need to be more, we need to be better at it. And we need we need to put that into our game as well because 
that's how you win. And it's what's needed in the, at this level to get them them points that that ultimately are going to get us in, hopefully get us in playoffs. I mean, I think I think teams do it Hillsman because <laughs> what happens? We all moan, we all whinge, we all start shouting at ref. Yep. That obviously, you know, I mean, you like to think that it wouldn't go on, you know. Uh, get to the players and stuff but I'm sure it does everyone they're all human at the end of the day they'll be able to hear it all and stuff like that and whilst whilst ever they're doing that you know the other team's just you know laughing at us aren't really um, I think that's why you know why teams do it at home because it works doesn't it it, it, it works yeah. it works every time but I, I just think it just frustrates me that you know that we're like too honest you know I don't want them to, I'm not trying to say that we need to cheat and stuff like that it's just Time and time again, it happens to us. And you know, I'm not saying that the goals that we conceded, you know, the corner that we conceded, if we'd have time wasted, we're not going to concede it or anything like that. I just, I, but I do, I do feel that it happens to us time and time again, week in, week out. But yet, you know, we, we you know we concede late, late goals. It's just becoming a bit of a um, a bit of a running theme, hasn't it, over uh, for quite some time now. It has, and what will happen again, relating to teams coming to Willsborough, is at the start of the season, the manager, the managers of every opposition team and the coaching staff, they'll they'll write down all the fixtures and they'll they'll write down expected points from each game, and I can almost guarantee you, nearly every single one of them, will put one point outside of coming to Hillsborough because that's what they'll be happy to get with, happy to come away with. Bearing bearing in mind, we've just come down the squad base we've got. The, We've got so there. There's will be every single team will be sit tight. Don't concede for the first half an hour. Fans will get on the back. If we can nick one before half time, then great. Come out, shut shop up, and then we'll just we'll put last from sixty five minutes onwards. We'll just slow everything down, and that is the mentality that teams will have when they come into Hillsborough, and that'll be the mentality for most teams going to the Stadium Alight or or Wigan because they know that it's. It, it's like their cup finals for the lower teams. Yeah. And they want to get something from it and they will do it any which way possible. And we need to get that mentality in when we're going to watch for the way, when we're going to burn away. We need to go there and be like that. We can't have this ego of where Sheffield Wednesday and we're all this and that. We're not. In reality, we're where we are to deserve to be. And we've got a, 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 an asshole of a chairman, but that's for another discussion. <laughs> yeah, that's for another time. I mean, <laughs> I mean, um, you mentioned you mentioned there about you know being cup final and what have you. Do you think that that we do have that mentality of we're just going to win this game? I mean, I fell foul of it at the week. We talked about Ipswich and Morecambe, which we're going to come on to in a second um, and see how you know what what you think about those two games. But I said about Morecambe, you know, we, we should be beating Morecambe. I mean, to be fair, we should have been beating them when we played them at their place, and we, we obviously know how that ended up. We were one 0 defeat. Do, do you think? Do you think we have that mentality? And is that is that wrong to think like that? It, it is, but you've got to have confidence as well. And there's there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance within footballers. And what doesn't help is when players are coming out at the start of the season saying we are going to win this league, and it's a disgrace if we don't, and all this and all that. They need to have a level of respect for the players that they're playing against because the players at Hillsborough now are on, let's say, 10, 12 grand a week. They'll get a bonus for winning, they'll get a bonus for playing, so they could bump their wage up. But if they don't win, they've still got a decent pay packet coming in. Your Morecambe, your Accringtons, your Burtons, them players will probably get double their weekly salary if they go and win, so they're more hungry. They want to go and beat Wednesday, Sunday, and they want to win every game. And they want to charge round for 90 plus minutes because they know at the, the end of the day they could double their income by beating a team and they're incentivised like that. Obviously, they're professionals and they want to win the game, but I can tell you now if somebody at Accrington's on 1500 quid and they say, Right, you win in your contract, it says a win bonus, it doubles your, your weekly salary, they're going to put more effort in 100%, like anybody will because we're all human. Yeah, of course, of course. Now let's just move on to um, uh, you know the next game, well, next two games really. Um, <laughs> Ipswich at home, and then and then Morecambe at home. I'll, I'll stay with you, Tom, on this one. I'll, Ipswich, they're well, I think they're two points behind us. Um, the well, they won at did they win yesterday? They won, didn't they? I think a late uh, two late goals. Uh, you know they've obviously come off the back of a back of a win. We drew at their place. Obviously, it were Bailey Peacock's Farrell's mistake. What are you what are you seeing? Are you confident going into Ipswich game? So Ipswich, um, bit hit and miss. Obviously, they started bad, sacked the manager, and now they're sort of 
uh, pushing on. They're actually a place above us, but we've got two games in hand. All oh, right, yeah. They were, I think they were behind us, weren't they, before uh, before yesterday, yeah. Yeah, um, we've got to be looking through. We, win your own games, draw your away games, and that's playoff form. So you need, you need to be looking at that, but... Um, like I'll always say, uh, don't because we've just come off a defeat. Don't lose. Obviously, we want to win. Uh, but I'd like to try and say we'll get six points from next two. But I think I'd, I'd probably be happy with four if I'm brutally honest. Again, because that means we're unbeaten in two and we're bouncing back from a defeat and we've got new players coming in. So are you, but, are you going into it confident then? Depending on who he plays. <laughs> It all, it all depends because if we've signed Story and Dean and they're sitting on bench, then it's absolutely pointless. Yeah, of it's, course. It's pointless getting them in. Um, you, you, if he plays at least one of them and Windass plays, then, yeah, confidence. But if he's still got um, Sow on a wing, Greg Gray up top and, um, and he's got no support and Windass, Dean, all Story sat on bench, then then I think, we'd, I think we're going to be struggling because I think confidence is... He's obviously quite low and, yeah, uh, he's proven that when Windass is on, he, we score. So he needs to play. Good good stuff. Cheers, Tom. Cheers for cheers for that. Uh, ben, I'm just going to come to you then on uh, on this one. Ipswich on Saturday, like uh, like Tom just said, they're just uh, a, a place above us in the in the league. How, how do you see Saturday going? Um, are you confident ahead of Saturday's game? Uh, I think you've got to be, aren't you? If you if you're not confident, you're not good here. So I think um, so. Yeah, um, I think we've just got to go for it. Like I said, two home games in a row, so six points for me, hopefully. But four points would be all right. But yeah, I think we start. We win on Saturday and take it into Tuesday, and let's start. You know, players stepping up and turning teams over and stuff. Yeah, I mean, would you? You know, the change that Tom said there. You know, he wants to see at least one of those centre backs come in. Um, you know, wants Windass to play as as well. Would you go with that, or do you want to see both of them go straight into the side? Um, yeah, I'd probably I'd probably put Arlie Dean straight in. Do you know what I mean? But then I don't know. He's he's, he's come today, and so it's a it's a tricky one. But like I say. Uh, um, even though he's not played, he said he's not played for a month on his interview today. So um, he's not played, but he has, he has trained. He will, have, he will have trained. Yeah, yeah, he's trained. Yeah, so. but obviously he's, he's not got he's not got um, miles in his legs game time. But yeah, like I say, professional. He's played a lot of games. So if he's had when players are injured and they come back and they they straight into team, it's a little bit like that in it. So he's uh, obviously he's not injured, but he, he professional footballer should be able to um, jump straight in and 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 get on with it. So yeah, I'd probably put him in. Um, again, story. I don't. I don't know if it'd be it'd be a bit harsh on Hunt and um, and Palmer because they've done all right. I mean, Hunt's put some good balls in, and I probably I probably play a young lad. I don't. I can't remember what he's called his full Tyrese name. Tyrese John Jules. Yeah, I was going to call him JJ. I'd probably just stick him in as a number ten and have um, Mendes Lang and Windas on either side of him, and have Gregory up top and just go for it because he's he's got pace, hasn't he? So yeah, and they always they always say in football. Do you know what I mean? Pace is pace, People are scared of pace, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? And if Gregory's on his game with his old up play like he drops in a bit deeper, old ball up plays out wide, then um see what happens. But yeah, I'd, I'd probably play um Arley Dean and um young JJ as I'm gonna call him. So I can't still can't remember his name he leaves. <laughs> Ty- Tyrese. Tyrese John Jules, yeah. Tyrese John Jules. You'll get there and end uh, Sam. Oh yeah, cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no problems. Cheers, Ben. Um, I was going to come to the other Ben as well. Um, ben, mate, how are you? All right. Are you there, Ben? Yeah, spot yeah. on, mate. Yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah, How's spot it going? on. Not bad, mate. Not bad. Uh, none of this uh, four points, my liking, mate. We <laughs> need for me to win. Well, we need to win three or four bounce, mate, to prove we can do it. We've not done it all season. You no know, string a, a set of wins together, and it's that stage of season now, mate, where we need wins. So. Forget points, just go all out attack, man. We've got to destroy teams now. That's it. Three or four wins on spin to prove we can do it, mate. Well, you you look, um, you know, any any league, there's always a club or two that that put that like late charge in. Not saying that you know January is late, but you know if we string close to there four, five, six, six games, some decent results and what have you, we can be we can well in with a shout because nobody's really running away with, well, other than Wigan. I think Wigan are, you know, they've got four games in hand over Sunderland and the level on points <clears> right at <throat> the top. So they can go well, well clear at the top of the league. But if you look at all, all the rest, I mean, there's seven, eight points that, that separate all the other 
you know, what, five clubs, yeah. Sunderland, Rotherham, Wickham, MK Dons and Oxford. They've all had defeats in the last, you know, in, in the recent games as well. So nobody's really, like I said, other than Wigan, nobody else is really running away with it, are they? No. And let's be honest, only reason we've been struggling, trying to find defenders, but now we've signed a couple of defenders in. There's absolutely no excuse, mate. I think if we'd have had them two guys playing at the weekend, while well, obviously Story couldn't really play, he's only been what, we a day. So that's the reason he couldn't play, but... Now going forward, probably got his defence now. So for me, there's no excuse. I've just got to go at it. And if we'd have had them plays in, what, last week, you know, a full week's training behind them, I think we'd have won at Oxford. Are you, I mean, are you happy yeah. with them three that we've brought in? Obviously, question marks over John Jules, of course. But, you know, the story and um, and Harley Dean, you know, top championship players, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, absolutely delighted with Harley Dean. I mean, I say he's been quality. I mean, wait, Brentford, you were at before. And then Birmingham, so yeah, yeah he's right, a class yeah. player. Uh, story, I, I, guess I don't know much about him, but I say he's played what eight odd games, I think it said for um, Preston. So yeah, he's played twenty games this season as well. Yes, I mean that's in championship. So yeah, I mean you must have something about him. So yeah, chuffed to bits. Uh, JJ up top, I guess I don't know anything about him whatsoever. So I can't really say if I'm happy or not with him, mate. We'll see when he's playing. So, uh, yeah, definitely at the back. That's, that's where his problem's been, mate. And as you say, somebody's already touched on it about Hutchinson. We have to rest him every now and again and low on going midfield, he'll need resting every now and again as well. So, um, so yeah, it's looking good now. As I said, there's no excuse for me. We've just got to go at it. And for me, it's three or four wins on the spin. If not, then questions have got to be asked, pal. But I think we'll do it. So are you feeling confident of a, of a Saturday? Obviously, when you, when you sit down and you see, are you thinking we're going to smash him? <laughs> Do you know what? Ipswich, they were poor when we played them down there. They only that stupid howler from uh, Bailey Peacock Frowell that cost us and yeah. well, Darren Moore's negativity that day as well, actually, because we should have smashed them. So, yeah, there's no one to be scared of playing this league. I'm not going to say it's a, a poor league, but there's no real standout teams that I look at and think of oh, their quality. And you look at our teams, the likes of Bannon and what have you, and Gregory up top, you know, we should be up there, pal, let's be honest. And as I say, I think it's only the fact we've not added centre-halves, mate, why we've been conceding goals. Um, I think that's a real reason why we haven't been stringing wins together. So now we've got a defence. That said, they're liable to get injured, aren't they, in a week or so. so. <laughs> yeah, it would <laughs> be so- coming back to square one, knowing us. But, it, uh, it would be sods low, wouldn't it? Uh, cheers, Ben. Thanks for your, <laughs> thanks for your input there. Uh, I'm just going to come to Luke as well. Luke, Ipswich on Saturday. What's your, what's your initial thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, on Saturday, we should. I think we should win. I, 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 I've had enough excuses now, to be honest, about <laughs> why we shouldn't win. There's no reason we shouldn't win every home game, uh, especially now we've got the defense sword. Uh, so I'd be, I'd be disappointed if we don't win the next two games. Uh, I, I can understand us not winning away games, uh, which is fine. We're away. There's, there's, you have excuses. You got travel, so forth, so forth. But uh, at home. I don't think there's any team in this league we should not be ex- going expecting to win. We might not win, but we should expect to win every home game in my in my point of view. So are you are you wanting Hill- Hillsborough to become a fortress? Why not? Why 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 shouldn't it be? Why isn't it already more to the point? Uh yeah, it, I I I don't see why not. We've played really well against some good teams and we've shown teams that uh, we can dominate. We can play well. Plymouth, Sunderland, uh, obviously a couple. MK Dons as well. Uh, I know we beat Bolton, and I know that we didn't play very well in that game. But still, if we can go and beat these game, beat these teams, and some of them really, really take to the take to the cleaners, then yeah, why aren't we doing that against all the teams there? Yeah, cheers, Luke. Cheers for that, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, I was going to come to, I'll come to Dimmy, then I'll come to Martin, and then I think we'll, uh, I think we'll wrap it up. Uh, Dimmy, then go on Ipswich on Saturday. Are you, uh, are you as confident as all the other, all the others that have spoken? Uh, I'm quietly confident, yeah, but I think it's more about the performance. Um, I want to see another performance like we had against. Uh, uh, Plymouth and uh, and to a certain extent against Oxford. Um, yes, we should absolutely be winning our home games, but I think out of the next, uh, you know, to be honest, I think the next 10 games, we've got to be looking at at least 20 to 25 points out of those. I think out of the next nine games, like six of them are at home. So um, I, I think someone mentioned earlier, there's, there should be no team in this league that we should fear. Um, we should go into every game uh, 
confident and we you know we can win every game we've we've proven i think with our performances like you said on the pod you know we play like we play against uh, played against plymouth and um we were in with a very good chance um but the, we should absolutely destroy morkham they've only won seven games this season and they've lost 16 um it's which have won uh 10 well, Switch have won eleven and lost nine. Um, is the you know we've only lost six. It's only uh, Wigan and um, Wickham that have uh, and Sunderland, sorry, Owen Robram that have lost less games than us, right? And they're they're the top four. So it is the draws that are killing us. So we got to start turning these draws into wins. Um, and I think we we've got to start doing that on Saturday. I'd like to see six points from the next two games. Great stuff. Cheers, Dimmy, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, and Martin, thanks for uh, patiently waiting there, Martin. Um, Ipswich Saturday again. Are you confident? Um, I think we've always got to be confident. If you if you attend, uh, sorry, if you were if you go into any football game, you've got to be confident. Otherwise, you're not going to get a result at any point anyway. Um, it's just I a bit quiet, we, Martin. If he's covering the mic up or anything. Just hold on. Uh, is that better? Yeah, that's better, mate. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, sorry, I, I said uh, you've got to be confident going into any game, especially in our, our league. I mean, Ipswich looking at the table there, uh, a place above us. We've got two games in hand on them. We're a point behind them. Overtake them. Uh, there's no reason why we can't start climbing, climbing the league. We've got upcoming games where, again, we are we are capable of beating any side in the league. Um, looking at people like Oxford, who obviously we just lost to MK Dons, Wickham, Rotherham. We can, we can turn them over. It's just uh, getting that winning mentality and getting stringing the run together. Um, I think we've just got to, uh, like I said earlier, just get nasty in certain, in certain areas, uh, getting people's faces and make sure that we shut up shop at the mic. Great stuff. Uh, cheers to that, Martin. Thank you very much. Uh, we're gonna uh, gonna wrap it up there. Thanks to everyone for for contributing as always. We always keep saying we love to hear your thoughts and your views and everything, rather than just listening to us every every week. So thanks for thanks for joining and uh, and getting involved. Obviously, make sure you listen to the Oppo's view. Um, you know, we spoke to uh, Martin from uh, Talking Town ahead uh, of the Ipswich game, and also Tom from Shrimps Online ahead of. Uh, Morecambe's visit to Hillsborough as well so like I said make sure you listen to that that's on the uh, on the podcast um, and obviously yeah sign up to Patreon as well patreon.com forward slash WTID pod uh, for all the interviews on there uh, we've got the Graham Kavanagh interview going up uh, tomorrow uh, it's two parts of that one as well so uh, plenty more interviews to come uh, and I think there's about 30 31 32 episodes something like that I've lost count now there's that there's that many so there's lots of interviews for you to for you to go at. so head over there and uh, and sign up and um yeah cheers guys thanks everyone and we'll see you all uh, see you all next week away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.